Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for some twists and turns. Don't want to ruin the surprise. And get ready to say goodbye to the block. It's too late. No, it's not. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, October 4th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Sony's Venom Let There Be Carnage opened with a massive box office haul this weekend, taking in $90.1 million and capturing not just the top spot for the biggest pandemic-era opening weekend, but also the mantle of the second-best October debut for a film. Directed by Andy Serkis, the superhero sequel film The 2018's Venom sees Tom Hardy returning to the role of Eddie Brock and also stars Woody Harrelson and Michelle Williams. The Addams Family 2 debuted in second place, taking in $18 million and capturing the highest theatrical opening for a family animated title during the pandemic era. Shang-Chi continued to show its box office staying power, holding steady in the third spot with a weekend gross of $6 million and bringing its North American box office total to $206.1 million. The Sopranos prequel The Many Saints of Newark debuted in fourth place with $5 million while Dear Evan Hansen placed fifth in its second weekend of release, bringing in $2.4 million. Saturday Night Live's 47th season started with excitement as Owen Wilson and Casey Musgraves took on hosting and musical guest duties, but the show ended with a bit of mystery. One of the most talked about moments of the show on social media wasn't Wilson's Cars 4 sketch or Pete Davidson's weekend update tribute to Norm MacDonald. It was when Colin Jost held up a sign at the end of the show that read, We'll miss you, Ken. Fans quickly flocked to social media to try to figure out who the mysterious Ken was and why Jost would miss him, but it wasn't immediately clear. Well, EW has confirmed that Jost was referencing Ken Among, a longtime supervising producer who retired after last season. Among joined the show in the 80s as an associate producer and quickly worked his way up the ranks. Class is no longer in session for Mr. Corman. Apple TV Plus has canceled the dramedy created by and starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt after one season. The news came the same day that the series finale, The Big Picture, dropped on the streaming service. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now let's dial up our number three pick for today, 911. The Fox first responder drama finds the 118 still dealing with a citywide blackout this week, which continues to cause mayhem throughout Los Angeles. Meanwhile, Eddie must make a difficult choice about his future. Maddie makes a life-changing decision, and Athena races to save her family from tragedy after her son is kidnapped. Here's a preview. We just got one quick stop to make. Don't want to ruin the surprise. Why does this guy hate you so much? You took something from me, now I'm going to take something from you. 
You deny I have to do this. I want every inch checked! This ends one way, my way. Tell me where he is! I guess you could say they're the ones who are really dialing things up. Dialing up the drama to 11. You can catch what's sure to be an intense episode of 911 tonight at 8 on Fox. Speaking of 911, we have an actor from another corner of that universe. 911 Lone Stars Gina Torres here today to recommend a show she loves. Torres recently spoke with EW as part of our Celebrating Latinx Art series and answered the question, what you watching? Okay, so I am, I can't say currently watching because I am patiently waiting for the second season of Gentified or Gentified, depending on, you know, the mood you're in when you say it. Um, I love Gentified. <laughs> I, I love everything about this show. America, thank you. I'll tell you why I love it so much. It is an immigrant story. It is a first generation story. It also happens to be artists. It's a family of artists. You have this first generation of young people who are inhabiting the world of Gentified. They're all artists. And so that sort of mirrors my own world, my own life in that my parents were hardworking, blue collar, who despite their best efforts did not birth doctors and lawyers and um, teachers. They birthed artists. <laughs> my sister's a photographer, my brother's a musician. Um, I'm who I am. And, and so it's almost like a completely different language. And yet we are who we are because they gave us the permission and the courage to follow that dream as much as they pretend not to understand it and fight against it. And so we have these incredible characters also that are, you can't judge them by their cover, right? You just, you just, you can't. There's the poet, there's the chef, there's the artist, there's, I mean, these beautiful, soulful people who 10, 15, 20, 25 years ago would have been, you know, relegated to that part of society that has no future that can't really understand the fine things. And the whole point of it is, yes, we see it all and we do appreciate the fine things, but there's nothing finer than being able to be home and elevating your home and elevating your life and where you're from and the people that surround you. And that's what we want. We want to see us, we want to see ourselves elevated and be and become more than ourselves, bigger than what we have seen prior without having to leave our souls behind. And I love that about Gentified and I'm patiently waiting, patiently for season two. Well, you won't have to wait too much longer. Season two of Hentified premieres November 10th on Netflix, which is where you can also catch up with the show's first season. Number two. Now grab your dancing shoes for our number two pick, Dancing with the Stars, which will get a little toxic this week as the couples dance to songs by Britney Spears. Speaking of toxic, though, the show is also dealing with a mini COVID outbreak as both Cody Rigsby and his partner Cheryl Burke have tested positive for the virus. The couple will perform a jazz number virtually from their separate quarantines, which is really a perfect solution under the circumstances as jazz dancing doesn't require clasped hands. 
As for the rest of the competitors, Martin Cove was eliminated first last week, as we predicted, and it's looking like Bling Empire's Christine Chu could be next, as she was also up for elimination last week. Tonight's performance will determine a lot, of course, but here's a bit of the judge's commentary on her last performance, for which she received a 24 out of 40. Wow, Christine, you, you have an awareness of your body. Like, you know how to use it. You have great hip action. I was really, really impressed with that. I think you started really strong, and then as it progressed, I could feel a little bit of tension rise up in you, and you could start to feel a little stiff. So just, again, I, I sound like a broken record, but it's just the consistency. Everybody's so talented. There's so much potential. It's just keeping it all the way from the beginning, all the way to the end, but really, really great job. Well done. No. But Christine, that literally got me on a spin, but when you go high, be careful of the dismount. That is the hardest pass on the lift. You know, when you go under, you have to keep control. And he's absolutely right. When you get it right, it's good, but you have to be consistent. Consistency is key, as they say. Meanwhile, last week, Amanda Klutz and her partner scored the first straight eights of the season, with the talk co-host's graceful foxtrot to It Had to Be You winning lots of praise from the judges. Amanda, with all due respect, so much of your journey has had to do with Nick, but this is all about you. You are a star. That was like watching a Broadway musical built only around you. Those beautiful legs, those beautiful lines, the elegance, the strength, the milking of the moment. Oh, thank <laughs> it was you, Amazing, Jenna. great job, well done. Milking of the moment, okay, Lynn. I love that track, first of all, so that helps me. I liked it so much, I wanted it to go on a bit longer, if I'm honest. It was smooth, it was like, it was like butter on a hot muffin. Well, there is no higher praise than that. Tune in to see who gets the boot next and how that whole virtual performance thing works out, starting tonight at 8 on ABC. It's trivia time! Dancing with the Stars host Tyra Banks made her TV debut on what beloved 90s sitcom? Friends, Full House, or The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Stick around for the answer, and today's number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, the first James Bond movie, Dr. No, premiered in London 49 years ago this week on October 5th, 1962. Based on the book by Ian Fleming and starring Sean Connery as Agent 007, the movie follows Bond on a mission to Jamaica to investigate a fellow agent's disappearance. Dr. No established many hallmarks of the Bond franchise that followed, including that iconic gun barrel opening and theme music, an eccentric villain, a leading lady paired with Bond, and the characters of M, Miss Moneypenny, and Q. The film received mixed reviews, but was received well by audiences, making six times its $1 million budget in the UK alone. 
Today, Dr. No is regarded as one of the better Bond entries. It stands at number 13 in EW's ranking of the franchise, described as, quote, not the best Bond film, but a pistol of a debut. You can currently stream Dr. No on Hulu and Paramount Plus before the latest Bond film, No Time to Die, finally hits theaters this Friday. And now, time to return to the block one last time with our number one pick, Netflix's On My Block. The teen dramedy, which follows a group of childhood friends through high school in L.A.'s inner city, is back for its fourth and final season, picking up two years later with the friends having gone their separate ways ahead of their senior year. Monse has found a new friend group at boarding school, Jamal joined the football team, and Caesar is fully in with the Santos, while Jasmine and Ruby stuck together despite losing touch with the rest of the group. But when a secret is unearthed, the friends will quickly learn you can't run from the past, and they'll need to stick together to survive. Here's a preview. You don't have to protect me. Protect yourself. Leave. Get away from Oscar. I don't understand. You're going to go off and be a famous writer someday. Ruby's going to follow his brother and go to some fancy college. Ruby! Ruby! Jamal. He'll figure things out and get out. But this life, it's my destiny. My family crest is and will always be a gang sign. It's too late. No, it's not. And it's not too late to catch up on this show before saying goodbye to it. You can find all four seasons of On My Block streaming on Netflix now. Finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Dancing with the Stars host Tyra Banks made her TV debut on what beloved 90s sitcom? Friends, Full House, or The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Well, we're not going to force you to listen to me rapping the answer, though I could very well. It's The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Banks appeared in seven episodes of the Will Smith sitcom in its fourth season, playing Will's old friend Jackie Ames. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.